Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo. We bring you hand-selected hosts, podcasts, and talk radio programming with listening options, 24-7 streaming, or listen on demand. We also feature one-on-one segments with important guests, people who have something to say that you need to hear. And if you have something to say and would like to be featured on the network, please visit speakuptalkradio.com for all of the details or contact us at PR at speakuptalkradio.com. Well, right now, I have a Firebird Award-winning author with us. She is, <laughs> yay, she is Lisa Jakovsky. <laughs> and her book is titled Let's Talk, Going to the Zoo, is the book that recently won the Firebird Award. Lisa is currently a doctoral-level student at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology, and she is excited for the possibilities having her doctoral degree will bring her. Lisa began writing short stories when she was only seven years old, and writing is a passion for her and one of the many things she enjoys. Her book, Let's Talk, A Story of Autism and Friendship, is the first book in her Let's Talk series. Lisa lives in New Jersey, where she enjoys spending time with family and friends, traveling and working on the next book in the Let's Talk series. And I am so looking forward to our conversation. I know it's going to be fun. So welcome to the network, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited for this. <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> Lisa and I have worked together on her media kit and mm-hmm. yeah, just oh, yeah. and we just had fun doing that. So I knew we were gonna have a good time today. <laughs> Listen, my friend, congratulations on the book win. Thank you so much. That was so incredible. And I love the fact that it goes towards a really good cause too. I thought that was pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. The pillowcase project, we've been doing that for over a decade now. And uh, yeah, for me to sit back and make pillowcases in the evening and, and then put authors' names as the donors. And, you know, none of us really know who it's going to, how it's going to affect them, that some little person might be sleeping on this at night and we don't know them Mm -hmm. and they don't know us. To me, that is the most special part about all of this. I agree. Just, you know, knowing that my books can do so much, I think that's one of the honestly best parts about writing and publishing these books. And I just love anything like that. I think that's so special. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I'm glad that you were able to take part and that you and I met. So ever since you were young, ever since you were seven years old, Mm -hmm. you liked to write. So how how did that morph into children's books? Why did you select children's books versus, say, any other genre? It's really interesting because I never really knew how I wanted to write or what kind of book I wanted to write. And then one day I was at work about three years ago now, and I just got inspiration. And that's really what happens all the time. I've been asked to write books that would help children that are middle grade. And I've got a little bit of an idea for one, but it's not coming as easily as a children's book. So I think it's just going to take time. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's really just about that inspiration, what comes to me, what kind of just flows out of me. Um, and it worked out really well because I feel like, you know, as a children's book, I can reach more than I could with a middle grade or a chapter book. So I feel like it's going to reach the kids, but also the family. Yes. yes, absolutely. And I think children's books probably get shared more often, say, than mm-hmm. any other book. Exactly. You know, once a child might outgrow that, well, then they give it to a friend mm-hmm. or a neighbor or yeah. donate it. So, yeah, it makes it's it makes its way around. 
Exactly. And I felt like, you know, having inspiration for that was probably the best thing that could have happened because it can just reach so many more people. And that's what these books are about is reaching not just the children, but their parents, their aunts, their uncles, grandparents, and really changing that stigma around autism and showing it in the positive light and showing something different about it. So I was really glad that I got the inspiration and it really was for a children's book this time. What about the book, your first one, Let's Talk a Story of Autism yeah. and Friendship. So why autism? Why, why were you inspired by that? So my job is working with little ones with autism or have delays. My field is applied behavior analysis, and I've been working in this field with little ones for three years, and I worked with adults and residential group homes. Um, so my passion really is working with kids that have delays, that have autism, that have Asperger's, that have Down syndrome, and working on helping them reach their potential. That's really where the inspiration came from. Um, I've been able to help so many kids, so many families kind of overcome that stigma, that idea of autism being something negative. And that's really why I chose to do it about that, because I wanted to show kids and families what I see, my experience. And that's why each book is in a different setting, a different activity, because I want these families to see that, you know, their little ones aren't limited by their autism. They can do anything. So that's really why I wanted to do this. And each book has a different social issue, too, because these little ones face these issues, but there's all these different ways to tackle it. So, you know, it's really coming from my experience, my career, and showing autism in a different light, the way that I see it, the positive way that I see it. And I wanted to use that as a platform to really change people's view of autism and view of how they can interact with their children and see they're really not limited. That's really where that came from. Mm -hmm. No, that's so understandable. If that's the work you do, yeah. I can see where that inspiration came from. And, and your books also, I'm sure, help the little ones that you work with too. Yes, I was actually just telling, actually a previous client <laughs> just now about um, a fair that's coming up and she's so excited to like come out and see my books and I have a few clients now that it just comes up in like conversation and they've bought it and it's actually helped their families, helped, you know, their grandmother, their aunt and that's really what makes this so special and so incredible to me is that's what I wanted and to have that help my clients you know, a lot of times if I get a client with the diagnosis or even without, you know, sometimes if I even bring it up, then maybe they should get assessed. Parents get very defensive. So, you know, having this type of a resource, it really brings this other kind of view and it helps so much my families to understand better. I would think so. Absolutely. And they're probably yeah. so impressed that the person working with them is also a published author, too. <laughs> Thing too, because it's still very surreal to me <laughs> at times. Like I'm like, oh my god, like this really happens. And you know, when parents get so excited about it, or I'm, I've had a few parents that I just started working with a few months ago, and they're like, oh, we saw it in your signature. I checked out your book, and I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, so it's very like it's still like a dream to me. It's very surreal, and it's very very cool and special to have parents bring it up and you know, want to read my book. Actually, I had a parent say to me the other day, you know, I'm mad at you for not telling me you were a children's book author. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. 
Yeah, so it was really cool. So I think it's pretty awesome, you know, that, like, my family think it's really cool, and they want to read it, and they want to go buy it and tell people. So it's pretty amazing. I'm so happy that this found you, and you found you found book writing. I think it's a perfect match. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So maybe just give us a little peek into the storyline of Let's Talk, a story of autism and friendship. So in book one, you meet the girls, and you see how they became friends. Um, they go to the pool, and Harper meets a new little girl. And they have a great day together, even though she really can't talk and, you know, Harper doesn't care about that. And then she goes home and talks to her mom about it, and she finds out that her new little friend Emma has autism, and she has a different way of talking and communicating. And that's where a lot of my background comes in, because that's a really um, awesome technique for communication that they use. So once she learns that, she communicates with her the next day and they have an amazing summer together. And it's really cool to kind of see that progression and learn about a different way to communicate just because there's a lot of little ones out there that have speech delays, speech issues that are nonverbal or limited verbal. So, you know, I thought it was really cool to kind of put that in and show how easy it is to talk. You know, so in the first one, it's really cool about them kind of getting together, getting to know each other. And then the second one, you see more fun things happening. Let's talk going to the zoo is the second book. And, mm-hmm. and I think I even emailed you back. The, one of my favorite parts was the father jumping up and down, acting like yes, a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's something I would do. And, and I thought it was also cool right? that you had a father doing that and not a mother. Yeah, and that's one of the things is like, because I told you too, like, that's something I would do. (laughs) So these books, you really, you see a lot of me, my personality, and who I am in them. And I think that's part of why they're so relatable. And I love that you emailed me and said that, because that's part of why, you know, like I write these books too, is I want to put me in them so they're relatable. That really, really was awesome and made my day. I was very excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) You found a fellow, a fellow, I don't know what the word is. Young at heart, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Young at heart, you know, and I think it's really cool that, like, I put the dads in. That was a suggestion given to me because, you know, my first book was so female-centered. So I thought it was really fun that I put the dads in and then to have them be so silly, too. It's like, it shows that, you know, that other side of dads because, you know, they're usually like the fun parents. So I thought that was really cool. So, I'm sure that Harper and Emma are going to be in many more follow-up books. What's yeah. what's on your radar next? What are they going to be doing now? So next up, I'm hoping to have it come out in next April for Autism Awareness Month. They are going to be going bowling. Um, so they're going to learn to bowl with their new friend, Jerry, and they're going to tackle the social issue of wearing masks. So it's going to be set in the time of COVID. Um, and I decided to do that on purpose because every single one of my clients, the parents have asked me, can you help us, you know, have them wear a mask? And it's a very, very big sensory issue. You know, like for us as a, as adults, we're like, oh, my God, we're bringing carbon monoxide. Oh, my God, it's so hot. It's so hard to work out. But then think about a two-year-old or a three-year-old, especially one with autism who has sensory issues. And when I say sensory issues, they could have issues with touching specific textures. They could have issues with light. They could have issues with sound. And, you know, it's overwhelming and they have tantrums because it's overwhelming. So, you know, I wanted to tackle something very pertinent to 
our um, little ones and also to what's going on today. So we're going to see that and how Emma and Harper handle wearing a mask in book three. Oh, wow, uh, Lisa, yeah. you know, that's, I, I mean, I know how stifled I feel for three minutes wearing yeah. it. I feel like I just want to run around and scream. Um, mm -hmm. And I guess I, you know, I've obviously thought about young children, but I never thought about that whole sensory side or those, yeah. with, those with autism, that it would really affect them mm -hmm. so differently. Oh my gosh, this book is important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm really excited. I was editing it the other day and I was just like, ah, I really like how he wrote this. It's going <laughs> to come off really amazing because I really... You know, people don't realize that about the sensory issues, and a lot of times I bring it up with my clients, and because they don't realize that's what's going on with their little one, mm -hmm. and you know, majority of the time it's sensory where they can't take so much input. Rather, and some of them even have issues where they need sensory input. I don't have too many clients that need it, but I do have one on Wednesdays that do, and sometimes they need like you know, more physical touch or a weighted blanket because they need that input, mm -hmm. you know. So it's, you know, very important for people to see about these sensory issues that little ones with autism have and especially wearing a mask because little ones with autism don't understand most of the time. Their receptive language isn't strong. So they don't understand like a typical three-year-old that, you know, well, my, my characters are seven. So a typical seven-year-old you know, where you can say like, hey, you have to wear a mask while we go into the store. A uh, little one with autism at seven, they're not going to understand that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important for people to see that and realize that these are some of the issues that came up for these little ones mm -hmm. during this whole pandemic. Thank you for that. Thank you for caring to, of course. to do this. Of yeah. course. Oh my gosh, you know, it's, I really, really love what I do. And, you know, some of these parents are like, oh my gosh, we're homeschooling. Well, you know what? Think about the parents that have little ones with autism. You know, some of my clients have super high energy, like above and beyond um, a typical child. And then you put masks into it and you want to take them outside. You know, they don't want to hold your hand. They just run away. But you want to put a mask on them. You got to think about, you know, about these other things that affect these other kids, too. And, you know, I think it's really good to get this out there and kind of show the world, like, hey, this is going on, too. You really got to pay attention to this stuff, too. Like I said, that was that did not cross my mind. So you you, you, <laughs> made, you made me aware. Thank you very much, really. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and there's many ways to work on it. And I think it's really awesome how Harper comes to her friend's side. Kind of, she's going to do it similar to kind of like how she does in book two, you know, and kind of like helps her through things. Because, I mean, they're going bowling and she doesn't want to keep her mask on. But, you know, um, they've got coaches and it's helping the coach understand her, you know. So there's a few different things going on. So I think it's really cool to kind of show that they're educating someone else and then the reader can be educated at the same time about what's going on with these little ones with wearing a mask. For sure. So what we have to wait till April? Yeah, I'm oh. going to get into production in January. Oh. I am a self-publisher, an independent publisher, so I'm just saving my money so I can get it into production. Um, so I'm thinking January and then it takes about three months. Okay, good. What about the illustrations? Tell us how those come about. Oh, illustrations are so much fun. It's literally like Christmas. 
it's literally like I'll it, it's so funny because even when I get a sketch or get it in color it's literally like I'm on pins and needles <laughs> my illustrator will send me a schedule and when the day comes I'll open my phone looking for it because they're incredible it'll be there before I wake up and it's literally like Christmas like oh my god I got my illustration oh I can imagine that that would be like so birthday fun. Christmas everything all rolled into one yeah, it really is. It's so amazing. And, you know, I love the fact of being a self-publisher is I have total control over that. And my illustrator is incredible. They are spot on every single time. And I put so much detail. They are amazing. And they are always on time or early with them. Um, you know, so we'll get sketches first, I approve it, and then we'll get color, and they're so incredible about it, oh. and it's just so fun. I absolutely love that part of this. Oh, that's exciting, because something as important as this, because I think the illustrations, they're key to this book as well, and for you to uh -huh. be able to work with people who are, you know, give you the product that you want and then are on time, that's always a surprise, too. So you sound like you, you hit the jackpot here. Oh, I really did. I always rave about Blueberry Illustrations. They're my self-publisher, too. And this will be, so we've done two books. We've done, they've done illustrations for another short story I wrote that I actually want to turn into a published series now. And I wrote my family's history into a book for my aunt that I was very close with. And they did illustrations for that. So we've done a number of projects together, and I would never use anybody else. The only way I wouldn't use them, well, I would use them for the illustrations. But if I got a traditional publisher, that's the only way I wouldn't use them is, you know, I would use them for the illustrations with the traditional publisher, you know, not the self-publishing stuff. But they are so incredible. I, I can't say enough good things about Blueberry Illustrations. I love that. I'm happy. They they really do an excellent job. Your books are just spot on. I was happy when you sent me copies of them. Gift oh, to me. Of course. Mm -hmm. I was so excited to send them over to you. I love like hearing what people think. A lot of what I hear is like how bright and vibrant they are. And that's something really a testament to them because I don't really give them um, ideas on what to do for like the coloring, their clothes. The only thing I gave them ideas on what to do is the different ethnicities. Everything else is them. And they just, they blow me away every time. Well, that's the hallmark then of a good uh, illustrator. They can capture right? what it is that you're looking to evoke and they've got the talent yeah. to do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. I got very lucky. <laughs> I absolutely love blueberry illustrations. They're amazing. That's a good testimonial to them as well. Yeah. So you said you're writing in somewhat other genres, right? In addition to the children's books? Yeah. So um, I actually had somebody ask me if I would write a book um, for their teenager to help them understand autism. And it's something that's been in the back of my mind for a while. So I've just got a little bit of small notes. It might take like a few years, in all honesty. But I do have a little bit of some notes for like a middle grade book that kind of be similar to what I've written with a children's book, but more geared towards um, teenagers, kind of like a small chapter book. So that's something that could come out in the next few years, too. Well, you've got a lot going on because you're working, <laughs> you're a student, you're writing. Yeah. I mean, there's, there, mm -hmm. you know, there's only so many hours in the day to get all of this done. <laughs> 
So how do you find the time then to promote? What are some of the things you do to promote your work that you might be able to share some marketing tips or ideas or things that you do that you think would be helpful for others to know about? Oh, absolutely. A lot of what I do is social media. So um, I run promotions with my Etsy shop. I promote it all over my social media. Um, I do book tours. I have a book tour going on right now. It's weekly um, with Goddess Fish, and you can check that out on my social media, too. It's got a giveaway in it. Um, I have all kinds of promotional stuff. I have puzzles, coloring books, pens, stickers. I'm actually doing my first street fair. In about two weeks on September 12th in Red Bank, if you're in New Jersey. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I think, you know, street fairs, book fairs, I have a book fair in October are really awesome. Um, you know, and I think it's really just about getting out there and getting your book out there as much as possible. Um, I've done Amazon ads, Facebook ads. Um, uh, I use a lot of the promotional stuff when, you know, people buy it from me and I send it as free gifts. So I feel like that's a really good way to kind of get it out there. Um, and then just bringing it up when it comes up in conversation. I've made a lot of sales that way. My dentist and her assistants all bought my book. Um, my parents promote it nonstop. They're so excited. It's really, really sweet. They're super supportive. Um, they've had their friends buy it. My grandmother's friend bought it. Um, you know, just networking. I've made so many incredible relationships with other authors that are absolutely amazing. There's Pages Promotions, Catherine, um, Diana Catherine. She's awesome. Absolutely love her. Think Ahead Kids, Marla is amazing. Those are two websites I would highly recommend that are amazing. Um, you know, and find them on Facebook and Instagram. Um, there's another one, and they just changed the name of it. That's really awesome. Uh, oh, there's also Magic Bean Kids uh, podcast. That's amazing. So I think the best thing to do really is just to get out there, go network, go promote. Um, I've heard that these street fairs, the book fairs um, are amazing, you know, and that comes down to whether you can afford it or not. Um, I'm only doing two because of that. <laughs> but hopefully I'll be able to do more next year. Um, you know, so it's really just about getting out there, marketing and doing what you can, you know. Um, Anytime I have five, ten minutes in between clients, I go to Facebook Market. I made a whole bunch of flyers for free on Adobe. I did like a week free thingy, made a bunch of flyers and different things, and I use those. You know, that's something I would recommend. Um, and definitely the book tours. I think book tours are a great thing, too. Goddess Fish is great. Prism is great. Um, you know, so there's all kinds of things. And Facebook, too, I've made... So many networking relationships, and I found a ton of marketing tools on there. So, you know, I think it's really social media is a big thing, too. Mm -hmm. In other words, you can't be <laughs> shy and you can't sit home. I mean, yes. you just got to be out there. Yes. You've got to be promoting all the time, right? Yeah, and it's really funny because I don't want people to, to be feel obligated by my books, right. but the parent that said to me, you know, I'm mad at you, she told me you're an author, you know, she's like, you really should leave with that. So I'm trying to get better about that because mm -hmm. I just don't want people to obligate it. But I think that's part of it too, you know, just be aggressive, say to people, hey, I'm this, what do you think? Yeah. You know, don't push it on them, but just like bring it up in conversation more often. I think that's the really the best thing that you can do.
Oh, I agree with that. You can lead with it without being pushy. Just put it out there. And if they accept it, fine. If not, but how are they going to know if you don't bring it up? And if you're not proud of it, nobody else is going to be proud. So uh, yeah, yeah, I I agree. You're doing all the right things. You know what? You mentioned podcasts. Just given your personality and your (laughs) background and your education, you would be awesome to host a podcast and you could talk about the work that you do in the autism and bring in your books. I just, I can see that. Oh, wow. I could see that happening for you. That might be something we should talk about later on. Oh, actually, yeah. I never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. That would actually be amazing. I'm totally open to it. Yeah. Just as you were talking about what it is that you're doing, yeah. um, I, you were impressing me and I thought, oh, wow, this just could be something that you could do instead of relying on somebody else's podcast. Why not Why not host your own and, and, and uh, call the shots and talk about these things and with each episode it'd be a different topic and you could take it everywhere to put it in you know on your website with work tied in with your book there's just there's a lot there wow i didn't think about that that would be amazing oh my gosh thank you so much because i'm definitely gonna go look into that after this <laughs> we'll talk wow, about that'd it be so much fun <laughs> it, would be, it is fun it actually really is a fun thing to do Oh my gosh, we see, I knew you and I were going to spin out of control here. There's like so, I know. <laughs> so much to talk There's about. There's so much to talk about. Really well, speaking of that, I want to make sure we're not missing anything that you wanted to talk about. Anything, any place we didn't touch that you want to, that you want to share today? Um, I think, you know, my Etsy shop is Pale Pink Adventures, all kinds of fun stuff in there. My Facebook is Books by Lisa Jakowski, same as Instagram. Um, I think that's about it. You know, come follow me. I do interact daily. You know, I respond to people, messages, comments. Um, I post a bunch of reviews. You know, come follow me to find these amazing authors I've connected with. Go connect with other people, too, you know, off of my stuff. Um you know, come hang out and talk, you know, if you have questions about autism, about what I do, about my books, come and talk to me, you know, I'm there. Um, So I think that, yeah, that's about it. I love connecting people with other authors, with other resources. So, you know, come find me and um, come message me and I will definitely help any way I can. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. Your website address? Oh, thank you. Yeah. What's your website? My website is Lisa J J A Y author.com. Okay. Lisa J author.com. What's yep. at your Etsy shop? What do you have there? Your books? So in my Etsy shop is called pale pink adventures and it's pale pink. Cause that was actually the favorite color of um, individuals with autism about three years ago. And I have my books at a very nice discount. I have puzzles and the puzzles are of illustrations from the books You can also get them customized. So if I don't have an illustration listed, you can message me and I will get it made up for you. And I have coloring books of both books in the illustrations. Okay, so that's Pale Pink Adventures at Etsy? Yep, that's my uh, shop right there. And um, if you go to my shop and buy anything from there, you get a free gift in it. So you never know what you're going to (laughs) get. Yeah, You're just... all kinds of fun things that I can send you guys. And it's going to be the same thing with my, um, when I do the book fairs. So, you know, the first 25 people that come get a free goodie bag of all kinds of fun stuff. So, you know, come out and see it and see what you get. You are a lovely surprise, Lisa Jakowski. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> this is so fun.
fun. Oh, I love this. <laughs> so do I. I knew we would have a great time. All right. We're sending yeah. everybody to your website, Lisa J, J-A-Y, Lisa J-A-Y author, lisajauthor.com. The titles of her books, the series is Let's Talk. The first one is A Story of Autism and Friendship and Let's Talk Going to the Zoo. And we can't wait for the next one to come out. Lisa, you are awesome. Amazing. I just loved our time Thank together. So Thank you for sharing you and your just your your passion and enthusiasm today ah uh, thank you for having me this has been incredible i really appreciate it you know having this platform and being able to come out here and talk to everybody thank you so so much i appreciate it